talk yeah now he's muted or something can you hear me now yes yeah you're really you, you're really good at this i don't know why you couldn't hear that music i don't know just want to try it one more time you heard it before right yeah yeah we did all right let's try it again just give me head signals if you see it or not <laughs> We're not doing this. Pat does not know how to play music through his computer, so fuck it. We won't mess with it. Um, welcome to the first live video stream of the podcast for all of you that are here. Uh, I'm glad Cad is in chat talking to us while he's playing Beat Oven. That's awesome. Um, it's just Beat Oven, so whatever. Um, but together... We are here, the podcast, all together again. Cad, thank you, and here we go. Pat, you want to start us off since you are now running things? Am I? Am I running yeah. things? All right. Yeah, as per your wish. Remember that? Yeah, I just thought people would enjoy it more. But we're here. Welcome back to the podcast. We got some video now. We're going to start with our regular slice. We go through the divisions. We're in, what, week 12? So we'll start with the AFC, the AFC North. We're going to let Toff... Week 13. Us, You're off to a good start. Even better. 13. We'll let Toff start us out <laughs> with week 13 in the AFC North. You got to love Pat, bro. Like, he's, he's just a genuine guy, right? And he's trying, man. We're just giving him a hard time. But what can you do? All right. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Good. Very well. Sweet. So I realized that I have to eat shit right now. And I'm okay with that. Because I, I picked I picked Jester, Prince Jester to not win another game coming up. And he has and he has pretty much just, you know, shut me up. So ten and two right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I had Baltimore at this point winning five straight. He's lost he's lost a couple and he just picked up a win there. He's five and seven. Three and eight and two and nine for the Bengals and the Browns. Nothing else to say there, but pretty much overall, I really thought that the Ravens will bounce back in the pits and the Steelers will fall down, but it hasn't happened. So that's where we are in AFC North. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, the Steelers are playing really well. We talked about it last week. The defense, you know, they've allowed 186 points on the season. Um, I mean, that that's really like their heart and soul, that team, right? They run the ball well and they force turnovers. So they're playing really well right now. And you know, no one else is going to come close in that division, so I don't yeah, think I mean, we need to much. There's just no race. The Ravens sitting at 5-7. and seven. They should be doing a lot better, but it's probably only seeing one playoff team out of this division, and that's the Steelers. So it's a yeah. pretty easy one to talk about. We'll, we'll move on to the, the AFC East, which is a very different picture to look at. We have the Bills and the Jets both sitting at 7-4. and four. And then you have the Dolphins at 6-5. and five. We don't have to talk too much about the Patriots because – you know, at the one in ten, the season's over. Not good. Yeah. So, but it's interesting. So you have the Jets and the Bills here, seven four. The Dolphins were 
off to a great season that has just fallen apart. They still have to play the Jets twice. I, I don't see the Jets dropping those. So you look at the Jets. That, so if I assume they have those two wins, I don't see how they don't win the division. And then it's the Bills racing for a playoff spot, which they, they should be able to get if you look at the rest of the AFC, which we'll talk about. But it's really just been this story of the Jets coming together later in the season. Greg Harris starting to do what he has to do. And the Bills falling off a little bit. I really thought the Dolphins would be the team that could have a chance here, but I don't see them beating the Jets in either of the two games they have coming up. So I just, I think it's the Jets division with the Bills taking a playoff spot. You guys have any thoughts on it? Yeah, I, I'm I not. at it. So Sorry, Moses, what, uh, what has changed for you? Because at the point of our last podcast, you were, you were, it's safe, it's safe to say you were struggling, right? It's safe to say that. And things have been clicking for you. And as you've been clicking, the division has kind of fell behind. What's changed for you? I think that the big thing is realizing the limitations I have now at quarterback and not forcing things that I used to force with Sam. Obviously, I'm still throwing a lot of interceptions. Some of those are from getting hit. Some of those are just the guy misses awfully. Um, But I think overall, it's just getting comfortable with a new playbook. And the thing you guys forget is those first five weeks of the season, I had no Allen Robinson. I had no Todd Gurley. I had no Zach Ertz. Those are my three biggest weapons. So I'm playing with a backup cast of characters and a rookie quarterback in a totally new system I've never run before. Yeah, things got a little bit of, a little bit rough. But if you look at my losses, I think what I have four losses on the season. Three of those are in overtime, and one of uh, sorry, two of those are in overtime, and one of them is a walk off field goal to JP. So it's not like we were struggling; like we were playing good teams tight, and you know now we're just capitalizing against. I, I don't know. I think my schedule got a little easier. I do think that this upcoming stretch is going to get a little bit harder. Um, you know, you look at the rest of the AFC East. I split with these guys every year. So it's not like, you know, I have a walk in the park. The Dolphins have a good team. That defense is really good. If he could stop turning the ball over, I think Miami could be a playoff team as well. And we could end up sending three. Um, but, you know, you look at the schedule, it's going to be real tight. I mean, the, the Chargers look good right now. I know we'll get there in a second. Uh, the Raiders are hit or miss, and then Miami's at you know six and five as well, um, kind of battling for that seven seed. So I I don't know. I, I think that this division's going to be tight. I could definitely see us sending three, but we're sending at least two to the playoffs this year. Um, me sweeping these guys, I don't think is going to happen. Um, I think it w- they will be tight games, but I mean, really, not much has changed. Everyone's healthy now, and you know we're comfortable in the offense. So it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how it's going to end up. We'll we'll keep this moving over to the AFC South. We're going to let Eichem and his little sombrero over there give us a little rundown. Hey, what's going on, everybody? So, uh, clearly, uh, I thought the Jacksonville Jaguars were going to run away with this division. Uh, but the Colts, as of tonight, have kind of nudged their way back you know, they've got their foot in the door. They, they're giving themselves an opportunity. Granted, they need a little bit of help. Uh, not that their games are completed against the Jaguars. Uh, but so Houston is out of it for the rest of the season. Obviously, sitting at two and nine. Rest of the I, I don't think they have an off. I don't think they have an offensive identity. I don't think they know what to do when they're down. Uh, Watson has thrown, what, 24 interceptions, been sacked 23 times, five rushing touchdowns as a team. Uh, their running back is Josh Diggs. You guys ever heard of him? 
No. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, their Juju, I mean, they traded away to all their draft picks for Juju, and he's got 55 receptions and 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns, but no one else is producing. So Houston's got to figure out uh, down the road what they're going to do. Titans also, you know, an afterthought in this division. Uh, QB Dustin Rich, uh, he was a second-round pick this past uh, draft. He's got a 69.8% completion percentage. Uh, again, 20 interceptions to 25 touchdowns, so a little bit of improvement there. Uh, I think he is the quarterback going forward, but they got a running back by committee going on there. Uh, but their defense just is a struggle. They're giving up, uh, what, 27 points on defense, which is 22nd ranked in the league, giving the ball away 35 times with only 21 takeaways. If you have that kind of uh, gap and that type of number, you're not going to win games. Now the Colts, Jake, obviously we've all, I've talked about this. He gets in his own head. He is sitting currently at six and six. He's a 500 team. His offense has been explosive, uh, but his defense is completely on the other end of the spectrum. So you got a third ranked offense with a 31st ranked defense. Um, their wins have been against the Browns, Texans twice, the Vikings who they put their, uh, first blemish on the Vikings, the Titans, but the remaining schedule is the Pats, the Broncos, which obviously I think he'll lose to uh, Aston. He's got the Titans, which that's a 50-50 game, and then he's got the Dolphins. Uh, so, and then you got uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars sitting currently now at eight and four, 30 points scored on offense uh, average, which is eighth best in the league, 17th ranked defense as far as points on defense, 26. Their wins are against the Texans twice. The Jets, the Bears, the Pats, the, the Colts, the Packers, and the Lions. So there's really no big significant wins of like, yeah, they beat the Jets and Moji's great on the sticks, but you beat the Texans twice and they're having a shit season. You beat Beat, you beat Pats, uh, the Patriots, uh, you you split with Jake, the Packers, and the Lions in the NFC North. Uh, the losses are to the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Titans, and the Colts. So uh, your remaining schedule there in Jacksonville is against JP, which that could be a well a big determining factor if JP makes the playoffs. That's a big game, for, I think, for JP. Me and you face off uh, in week 15, and then you got the Steelers and then the, and the Titans. So I think the Jacksonville Jaguars win this division by one game. Uh, they'll get the fourth seed in the AFC, fourth or third seed, and then the Colts might just eke in for that final spot in the wild card. I, I agree with you. You know, I was looking at it. Even if I don't win another game, I think Jake only wins two games, and then we're kind of tiebreakers, and it's a, it's a weird situation. But I'm not going to not win. I'm going to win three more games. I'm going to lose to the Titans. That's how it works. Why do you struggle so much with the Titans? Why? Yeah. He, yeah what's the what's that kryptonite? I, like, I don't get it. I don't get how people beat him. Like, we can all disagree on things. Kill him. I just don't like. He's not yeah, having he's a good season. Easy, he's getting man. smoked. I, yeah, he's I easy. don't know. What to, he knows what I'm doing. I've, I've never well, hit the fact. Everyone that I, knows what you're doing. Like, like, what every, kind of thing is everyone knows what you're doing, bro? You well, don't because I beat most people. But yeah, I, I play the exact, don't know what's coming. I know what's coming. Stopping it's a different story. Yeah, I, I play okay. the exact same every time. He's very good at beating it, so it's a problem, and I may never yeah. beat him. But I will still go to the playoffs, and he won't, so that's all that matters. But, yeah, I think the real story here is Jake, and can he pull together two to three wins, which is what he'll need to see this happen? And he doesn't have yeah. an easy schedule going forward. You know, th taking the Broncos and the Steelers 
it was the Patriots he has that is the one win that he should be able to not have to think too much about. It's, it's still- yeah, so he did beat the Patriots. Yeah. Patriots. Oh, wait, no. Did he? No, he plays the Patriots next nah. week, week yeah. 14. No, he yeah. still plays the Patriots, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the one he thing. Got the Patriots. He has Broncos, to win Titans, that, Dolphins. and then he goes Brock and Broncos, Titans, Dolphins, and none of those what? are games you can write off. Even yeah, but I, I think he definitely should beat the Titans. You're the only team that's struggling against the Titans this year. Like, you know, Rock's a great player, but he's not having a good season. He's just, you know, they're four and seven. He's turning the ball over a ton. The running game's not there the way it used to be. So it's a different Titans team than the team we've seen in the past. Uh, I mean, the only other, the Broncos game, yeah, he's probably going to lose just because it's Aston. Aston's playing really well right now. And Jake gets in his own head against Aston and kind of chokes and collapses. Yeah, his number, yeah. Yeah, so I think he loses loses to the Broncos, he'll beat the Titans in the week 17. That That's a tough game against Miami. That's a toss-up. I know Jake's out for revenge because that championship game kind of started, or the divisional round, whatever round it was, where uh, you know where BM beat him. It kind of uh, started Jake's like demise for the past few years and what we've seen, but I don't know. I, I That game's definitely I mean, winnable. I have to say that I think- if, if I could bet on it right now, I'm taking the Dolphins because once... Black Magic gets to play people. He starts to know what they want to do. He's very good against the pass. He's going to stop them. He did it to me the first week of the season. And Jake throws picks. He's going to throw a bunch against them. And I just don't think he'll come back and win it at the end of that game. And it's a week 17. It might be a get winner or get in game. Jake doesn't always perform there. So I, he doesn't. And I, I think he's already trying to do the reverse psychology in the chat saying, Black Magic, you already got my number. You've already ruined my season. Though career and so i think jake's trying the reverse psychology to break this cycle but i don't know if it's enough and like i said in our last uh pod i said just run the damn ball jake and obviously jonathan taylor is killing it with 10 touchdowns over a thousand yards that's the thing like he runs he's gonna yeah right that's that's the problem if he runs the ball against miami he is going to run it down his throat and He's going to control that game. He That's what he needs to do because BM throws a lot of interceptions too. You have to remember that. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Colts defense isn't great, but if you can get up on BM and start to run the ball and pound him away and force him to throw to get back into it, he's nice. going to force some throws as well and throw some interceptions, and hopefully Jake's defense can you know step up to that challenge. For sure, for sure. Let's. So I think we're looking at it. It's going to be me and Jake going to the playoffs. We'll see who comes away with it at the end. So Let's, basically, though, hold on. So yeah. basically, he said that your schedule, your record is only indicative of how easy your schedule is. I guess. I mean, I've been in the playoffs I mean, every season. He just so. he just named off the last, I think, uh, six of your games, and they were all against below 500 teams. So that's a nice little jab there, actually. <laughs> Fine. I, I only play who's put in front of me. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. It's weird, it's weird to win your division and then get an easy schedule. I guess, you know, the AFC just isn't that good. Or we get the NFC North for no reason. But, hey, that's just his division that we're playing. So, it is what it is. So, let's move on. Let's go to the AFC West. Moji, what do you have to talk about it? Yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting race right now when you look at the West. You have, obviously, the Broncos sitting at 9-2. and two. You have the Chiefs sitting at 9-2. and two. Um, You know, both of these teams, they look fantastic right now. Um, you know, I think when you look at the Chiefs schedule, it, 
it's tough to close out the year. Um, he does have the Falcons this week uh, who have turned it around and they're playing much better of late. So you have to give Kelly some credit. Uh, then he plays the Broncos. Then he's got the Raiders. Then he's got the Chargers. So he's got three division games in a row. And then he finishes up with me, which obviously isn't a pushover. Um, and then you look at and flip it to the Broncos. I think that their road is a little bit easier. He does have the Panthers who are having a terrible season after, you know, Malik looked good in the past. Um, then he plays the Chiefs. Then he has the Colts. Then he plays the Bengals and the Ravens, which I think are two games that Aston will absolutely put away to end the year. Um, so I think this kind of puts pressure on Spitta that Spitta has to, I don't want to say like play perfect, but he has to keep playing lights out and at a high level for him to be able to, you know, stay in this race. Um, at the end of the day, that week 14 game is going to be massive when they play each other. Um, who won the first one? Aston won in week nine. He, you know, snuck out that victory 25-21 in a close game. So, you know, right now, Aston does have the tiebreaker. The Chiefs really need to win that game. I mean, worst case scenario, they're going to be a wild card team. Obviously, you know, their playoff seeding is probably already locked up. Um, so I look for them to be the five seed regardless of what happens. Um, you know, and then you have to talk about the Chargers too, man, because they've really turned it around. And I think they were my, I forget what slice they were for me last time, but they're playing well. You know, they won a, a shootout game against the, the Bills in week 12, 47-44. Um, you know, he did get beat up a little bit in week 10 against the Broncos. But, you know, he's playing well, and, and his schedule is not bad to end the season either. He has the Raiders, who have been very up and down this year. Um, Tico, he's sitting at 6-5, and five, but he hasn't been playing great. He is throwing a lot of interceptions as well. Uh, he has the Ravens in week 15. Then he goes to the Chiefs. He hosts the Chiefs, sorry, in week 16. And then he finishes at the Texans, which is a gimme game. So, you know, I realistically, the Chargers could win. And they play the Browns this week. So the Chargers really can win four of their last five with that Chiefs game being a toss-up. And, yeah, I think uh, Spittle will probably win that just because his team is playing so well. But, I mean, you can't just say that, you know, Spit is going to blow him out, right? I, I expect that to be a tight game. Uh, they play each other pretty well. So, but Also, the way you have to look at it is you look at the Chiefs, the um, Chargers schedule. I think the only loss... I 100% see is the Chiefs. They right. Could, they could win the other four games and be 11-5, and five, losing to the Chiefs in a tiebreaker because I think there's a good chance the Chiefs could also go 11-5. and five. If they beat the Chiefs in that game, there's a good chance the Chargers steal a wild card. But I think all three of them could go to if they end up. Right. I, I'm going to say right now that the Chiefs and Chargers probably going to make it, and I think Miami and the Raiders will be the odd two teams out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I expect the Chargers, as long as he keeps playing the way he's playing, to make the playoffs. He's playing well right now. So I don't think he'll have a juice to catch up and win the division, but I think that he will be a very good six seed, maybe a good five seed. Yeah, he could slip into the five. It, it, right, it's a tough, yeah. he, he has to beat, you know, the Chiefs to do that, but it still slips in there. You know, it's, it's crazy to see two people going from there, but hey. You know, and, and honestly, you look at the Raiders, like, they have that outside shot. They play the Titans this week. They're at the Chargers. Uh, sorry, they host the Chargers. They host the Chiefs. Then they host Miami, and then they finish in Atlanta. So those are tough games. Those are going to be competitive games. I don't see them winning out. Like, I think they're going to need to make the playoffs, but they anything can happen, man. They still could they're, win four. Their scoring defense is good. Like, it's not bad. They're allowing only 24 points a game. I mean, that's not awful. You know, they're middle of the road. So, if he could stop throwing interceptions and, and keep his quarterback on the field, I think that they could be successful, too. So, it's a tight race, and it's a tight race in the West every year. Um, you know, usually they're sending at least two teams to the playoffs every single season, if not three. And I think that's going to continue. So, it's, it's a good division, and it's going to be a fun race to watch towards the end of the year. Yeah, I'm excited to see how the, the 
AFC plays out, you know, it's we got Aston really coming, but it looks like into the playoffs strong. Maybe you get the Bills, Jets, Steelers going for their division, then you get the Jaguars and Colts racing it over there. So it's gonna be a real exciting trace. Let's let's move it over to the NFC. Let's start in the NFC North. Toff, we're gonna let you start it out there. What do you like about it? You wanna wait on uh, Mikey to come back or are we gonna hold off? He's back. But you're starting out the NFC North, so Oh, is he gone again? Yeah, he's gone again. No, I'm here. It's just not showing my camera right now. There he is. All it's right. looking good now, too. Toff wants him to hear what he's about to say about it. Yeah, him. yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> Hold on, let me get rid of this. So right now, yeah, you're leading the North, which was, you know, bit, it's been expected so far this season, man. Eight and three, and your next four games are against all oh. Super Bowl winners, right? Tough. <laughs> One at home and then three on the road against guys who've won chips in this league, man. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be rough, but overall you've played very well, man. I'm very, very happy with, with how you've been playing on the field. Your offense and your defense, you're both in the top ten across the board. If you look at the averages, man, you're making the right plays, you're doing the right things. Can you win on this final stretch? Um I have you win against the Eagles. I believe that's a game you can win. I believe you can also beat the Jack the Jaguars. When it comes to the Cardinals and the 49ers, man, that's gonna be tough. So you can. It comes to a point where are those games that you can lose and still win the division? You know, yes, I believe so, because your division fucking sucks. But don't want to lose too many of these these last four games, man. Because the last five games, excuse me. You know, you have to beat the Lions. You know, when it comes out of those last four stretches, it's gonna be tough, right? Now, speaking of the Lions, when I, when I look at Detroit, um, keep starting off well, right? He was playing some good ball. And he just went to like a little funk there. He started losing some games here. Um, having a hard time pulling this up. There we go. Now, defensively, and we've always said this about him before, his defense is always top 10. If you look at the stats going back from the last couple of seasons, he's playing good defense. It's, the problem is he can't he, – he's, he's like worse than turtles when it comes to being on offense. Absolutely horrible. Can't run, can't pass, those picks. This season – What's up? Worse than turtles is rough. <laughs> Look at the stats. It's true, though, right? I'm not talking on my ass here. It's, it's, you know, he's almost like turtles when it comes to defense, you know, but his defense is, is a little better. First in the league in passing. Fourth in the league in, 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 run, in, in run defense, man. It's fantastic. So Packers, I, I don't have them going anything. And Beach just being beat. Um, he needs to go ahead and give Mans the sticks. And that's the North. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at it. Have you guys played Theo in the Packers yet? Yeah, yeah he's not bad. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's not pretty bad. good on defense. I, I really I like his defense. I struggled versus him, and I really – it was the first time I played him, and I, was, I went into it being like, oh, this is a win. You know, I'll, I'll take it down. It's not lefty. This should be easy. Shame but on you. It was a good game. and then But when I went and played the Lions, and it's like, oh, they're great against the pass. They're doing all this. I never once worried because I just went into the game. I ran the ball and I was like, he's going to throw his picks. I'm going to get the ball more. Theo does, he's still struggling with picks, but if he gets rid of those, I, I see him becoming a very good user in the North and kind of becoming who Lefty used to be. Not as good as Lefty, but challenging Icom for this division every year. Now, Icom, that win against the Titans, a lot of people won't give you credit for it like I will, but that's huge. I, yeah, that's I, I didn't have a lot of faith. And then I saw that fucking pop up. You put up forty four on him. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a tough game. It was it was close. 
and then he threw his third pick uh, with the starting quarterback, and he, he brought in the backup, and then uh, I had a pick six, and that kind of like put it in my favor, and I, you know, was able to run away with it from there just to put it put the game away. Jefferson went off that game, man. Yeah, Jesus he was also playing some man coverage on cornerback, and that's why Jefferson was open. I was like, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna throw it to the guy if he's wide open. So is he SS now? <laughs> Why no, you SS? Stronger. What are you doing, man? Get him to SS already. I think I had one dev game and I didn't get it. Not this season, last season, and then uh, I don't know if he'll get it at the end of the season stats. I don't think he has. I don't think he has the pull for it. So what's nope. scary for you, Ikem, now is you're, you're three games above the Lions, yeah. but, but you have to go up against four teams that Super Bowl winners. Like Tough was saying, it's not going to be easy. And yeah. the, the Lions, you know, they're they're playing the Washington football team. I think they're playing great right now. But then they got the Titans, Bears, Texans, and then you. If the Titans continue to be bad, he could win those last four games, and he's trying to make up three when you could be dropping four straight. Like, there's a legitimate chance that the Lions make this comeback to then win the division. Yeah. No. No way. Well, I think tonight tonight's going to no be a way. good barometer of where I am. Fucking Pat. Facing Ernest tonight around 10, 10.30 or so after uh, whenever we're done podding up. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a good barometer of uh, where I'm at. And, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the Lions just easily win those games, but, like, they definitely have the easier schedule out of the. the f- yeah, to finish out the year for sure. He is a bottom three user in red zone. He's terrible. He's bottom four, and the bottom care. four are all in that division. Like, what, no, what they're are you not. Saying? I don't care. He's awful. The guy set a career record for five wins this year, and he matched that by tweeting five times. The guy <laughs> does the bare minimum, and he's not going to win. He throws interceptions like it's his job, and Ikem is a significantly better user on the sticks. He is not catching Ikem. It's not not. I appreciate Think that. about Beat every year. You're like, oh, Beat's going to win nine games. He's just magically going to have a great season. That doesn't happen. Guys just don't magically improve by six or seven wins. They have to show that they're getting better at the game. Yes, he's gotten better, but now his new ceiling is like six wins. That's where we're at. I don't see it happening. Beach, mm-hmm. Beach magically beat you in a Super Bowl. So and I think that... The other Beach thing had is to also- get to the Super Bowl. He had to get there. He had to win a ton of games to get there. The Lions have yet to crack a 500 record. Let's pump the brakes. Yeah, and I think another thing also for me is though like, I'm just I'm winning the games I'm, suppo- I'm supposed to win. Where yeah. in cycles past, I would drop half of those and be like, oh man. Well, let's, let's, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. In cycles past, you were the game that people were supposed to win against. You, right. You're not the favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So now. when I beat them, they'd be like, "Holy shit! Maybe I suck at this game." And I'd be like, "Man, I got lucky." And, you know. Hey, come, let, let's start. <laughs> Every game of the season outside of the Titans, you were supposed to win that you won. Like you what? lost you lost every game you should have lost. Except for this Titans game. So now you're coming into the Niners, Cardinals, Jaguars, Eagles. You have to win one of those to prove yourself. Eagles, yeah, man. Eagles. I agree. And uh Ram knocked me out of the playoffs last year. So uh, I mean I got I wanna get a little bit of revenge, but uh it's tough trying to, you know, is Kyler gonna run? Is he gonna you got DeAndre Hopkins away. I mean, it's a it's a tough out. Uh, Ram is very so cheesy. I'm it's looking forward cheesy. to that game, I'm, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to you know getting a second chance at that, at that. And I like where I'm at. So, all right, we'll see. We're gonna move over to the NFC East. I'm gonna talk about it a little bit. This Washington football team, man, they are very good right now. His rookie quarterback 
is going to win all the awards he deserves to win. The Cowboys are, I mean, it sucks that they're having the best season they're ever going to have in this cycle, and it's not going to matter because they're going to lose to the Cardinals this week. The, they might beat the Bucks because they just blow, but he's then going to lose to the Eagles, and he's going to lose to the Washington football team in Week 17. So even if he beats the Giants and the Bucks, it's not going to matter. He's not going to make the playoffs for another season. How, I mean, he could make the playoffs. He's going to like losing two more games. So you think he at max he goes ten and six? I yeah, mean, maybe. I mean, who's there? I mean, yeah, Cad's going to beat the Bears this week. Yes, yeah, so you, uh, le- you have three go from the East. Right, so Cad has to play. He has to play the Bears this week, which I'm sure he's probably killing him by now. I have not pulled that up. Um, he plays me next week. He plays the Cardinals after that. Then he plays New England, which is a win. And then he plays the Niners. Those are That's a tough stretch. And he, he, I don't know. I think that the fact that White Greg has a game up, I, I like that. I like his chances. Yeah, it's going to be tough because I think there's a good chance that the Eagles and the Washington football team both just win out. You know, so they're both going to go, you know, 12 or 13 and 3 and 12 and 4. And so you're going to sit here with him looking at 10 wins and he has to get to 10. I I think the Steelers are going to give the Eagles a lot of trouble in week 14. It's possible, you know, but that's still only that puts him at eleven. You know, yeah, I, I'm not saying Adele's going to miss. I think it's going to be Cat is going to be the one on the outside in, just because you know. I mean, White Greg has a game up already right now, and yeah, there's wonderful games on that schedule. As much as we've talked shit about Cat all day long today, and said all this stuff, I, I still have my faith in Cat over White Greg to pull this off. Looking at the schedules they have coming up, but. That's fair. I mean, but you you look at you look at Greg's schedule. He played week one. He played Washington football team very tight. He only lost by four. Played the Eagles in week five. He only lost by one point. Like he's beating the teams that he should beat too. So you can't say you know he's having a good season. He hasn't played anyone. He has the easiest schedule in the league. I have to assume. I haven't looked, and that's why he's only allowing seventeen points a game. Like when he comes to play the Cardinals, the Bucks will probably beat him too. Like they they're going to put up points. Like he's. They, they aren't the Browns. The Bucks stink as well, and yeah, they throw they, interceptions like it's his job, too. Yeah, and it, what's the one thing that Zach does well? He runs the ball and he plays defense. So as long as he can limit his turnovers, I have faith that he's going to beat the Bucks because Toph can't stop turning it over either. I think there's a good chance that the Cowboys win one more game, and that's versus the Giants in Week 16 because it most likely will be a sim to win. Like, I think there's a good chance he does not win one of these other games. That's rough, man. That's 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 a long limb to say that. Any, I, I agree, with you, I agree with you on the schedule. I agree with you on. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Get <laughs> out of here. the Giants. I agree with you as far as his, football team. I agree with you as far as his schedule being easy. Right, he has had a very a very um sure it's favorable. Not like yeah, it's a very very favorable schedule outside of Adele and in the Steelers game and maybe the Falcons. He has he's played below five hundred teams, right? And he's only seven and four, so. Moji's right, and you're both right. It's one of those situations where you have to just sit back and just watch. You know, he's, he has Cardinals next, he has me next, and then he has Adele. He's losing all three of those. The the game with Beach will probably be an AP game or some shit like that because Beach will fuck off, or, you know, those two Which are clashing. Easily lose, that's what he makes him do. Who's to say? And then he has a football team, he's going to whoop his ass too. So you got a good point there, but yeah. so does Moji. So I, I'm interested to watch this actually, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and Cad's in chat right now, like bitching. He beat Romesu and Ernest this season. 
yeah, I don't think you're sweeping them. So you got your one win. That's it, bro. Like <laughs> you're not sweeping those teams. I, I'm sorry. Right. That's, that's a tough, tough yeah, I task. Don't, I don't care how many safeties you have. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Doesn't help that much. All right. So let's move on to the NFC South. Icom, give us your thoughts on it. Yeah. So uh, the Carolina Panthers, two and nine. They're the, they're the bottom of the NFC South uh, with 19 points that they score on offensively on average, which is 26 or 27th for the league. And they give up 27 points on defense. Uh, Haskins is their starter. Uh, is it? Is this? It's time to move on from Haskins, right? Because he's shown that he's just not a competent enough player to play, uh, be a quarterback in this league. He's only has four touchdowns to 14 interceptions this season, uh, 14 sacks. So he's not getting hit a lot. Maybe he should take a little bit more sacks so he doesn't throw picks. Not sure there, but uh, Chet Hamilton has seen a good uh, bit of QB time with Haskins uh, seeing the bench uh, pretty often. Cam Akers, obviously a workhorse for Carolina, so I think they just maybe need to find a different quarterback going forward to retool the offense uh, to figure out how they're going to improve there, put up some more points on the board. The New Orleans Saints sit at 4-8. and eight. Uh, You know, they made the trade for Sam Darnold, who's 71% completion percentage, right? But guess who he's throwing the ball to all the time? Kamara. So, yeah, of course your uh, percentage completion is going to be high. Uh, okay. He's thrown 19 Not interceptions like this season. Yeah. Right. He's thrown 19 interceptions this uh, season. Did he even throw 19 interceptions in a season when he – or his whole career when he was a Jet? Yes, uh, he, did. Yeah, he definitely 100%. Okay. <laughs> I, would just, I think I hit 22 uh, one year. All right, I'll throw that out there. But – uh. They've given the ball away a total of 31 times and only have 25 takeaways, so that's just a recipe to have a losing record. Heading on to Tampa Bay, they set at five and seven. Season. Okay, so Tampa Bay sets at five and uh, five and seven. Uh, I think the winning the division is out of the reach. Uh, they would need a lot of lot of help to claim a wild card spot here. Uh, they sit at ranked 16th offensively and defensively currently. So that's kind of been their middle of the road season, which is just a recipe for an eight and eight kind of uh, season. Their wins have come against the saints twice, the Falcons, the bears, and their losses have been against the Eagles, the Broncos, the giants, the Raiders, chiefs, chargers, and Falcons. Hagen's uh, has thrown 24 interceptions to 17 touchdowns, been sacked 25 times. They've given the ball away a total of 35 times and only taken the ball away 23 times. Again, that's just the recipe that's going to set you up for failure. Defensive sacks, only 22, which I think in years past, as Toff has even mentioned, that his defense has bailed him out before. But I'll tell you what, Evans and uh, Godwin are still balling out. They're still putting the points up or, or putting the statistics up, should I say. But uh, Tampa Bay needs to get a little bit better all around. So this is Atlanta's division. I think this year they're sitting, uh, sitting at 7-4. and four. Uh, I don't think they're very explosive outside of Rich Walker offensively. That's just if you can shut down Rich Walker, I think you shut down the Falcons because they are ranked offensively 22nd when it comes to scoring points. And as far as defensively uh, allowing points, they're ranked seventh, uh, allowing 21 points. Their wins have been uh, they swept the Panthers, they beat the Saints, the Giants, the Cowboys, the Bucks, and the Rams, and they've lost to the Broncos, Eagles, Bucks, and Chargers. So going forward, uh, yeah, I see the Falcons taking uh, the fourth seed in the NFC uh, as far as playoffs, and the Bucks would have to win out to have a shot to make the playoffs. 
and that's just going to come down to let's let's know. talk about that tough how does it feel to know that you could possibly win out and still have no legitimate chance of making the playoffs it wouldn't be the first time probably <laughs> won't be the last time it but won't you look it it just comes down to a lot of the teams that there's gonna be three going from one division but I, these panthers they were so good last year and you look at Dwayne Haskins like four touchdowns to 14 interceptions like how how does that start to get in your head just like thinking you literally there's there's a better chance on a drive you throw an interception than even think about throwing a touchdown i i just... yeah it, that's that's a tough pill to swallow like it's, it's so crazy because he was a playoff team last year and he looked yeah. good for a good part of the season right like he wasn't playing bad he's playing really well i don't know what changed it's maybe it's a schedule is different this year you know you you get that better Cam, schedule it's Cam, tough Cam Akers is struggling a little bit averaging three and a half yards he, Cam Akers was definitely better last year yeah, oh he was really good last year so he's averaging three and a half now but he still has almost 700 yards and six touchdowns like it's hard to figure out where it went DJ Moore's still having a, you know a good year but he only has two touchdowns yeah, just, I mean, 18 sacks as a defense, so it could be a pressure issue also on defense where he's just not forcing a, a lot of teams to make bad decisions, and he's not capping, so there's no room for him to capitalize on those bad, bad decisions. Oh, it's, just, it's just a weird stat line to throw four touchdowns, only be sacked 14 times, and throw 14 interceptions with a 58 passer rating. Like, it's just it's real bad from the passing standpoint. But – yeah, I mean, we all have to say that it's it's the Falcons' chance to walk into the playoffs. They'll get their one easy easy route here, and see what they can do with it. So let's move on to the NFC West. Moji, what do we got going on over one of the better divisions in the league? Yeah, I mean, definitely a fun division to watch, and kind of like it is every year. You have the Cardinals and Niners at top. You have Seattle trying to like scrap and claw to keep up with them, and then you have the Rams just trailing behind because that's where they are. Um, I mean, I guess we'll start at the bottom. We'll start with the Rams. I said it last time, the team just can't score points. If you look at their seven losses this year, four of those seven losses, they failed to crack double digits, I think, which is really telling. Um, They have to upgrade a quarterback. Cam is just not the answer. I played him uh, last week, and my God, does he make some poor throws and just throws the ball in the dirt. He has to do something at quarterback. I get you want to play a ball control offense, so now instead of throwing a million interceptions, you're punting a ton. So, I I mean, you get CMC. He uses him well. He he throws the ball to him a lot in the flats and stuff, and, and... Get some going, but I mean, as good as that defense is, and man, is that defense good? It's it's just, I don't know. It's you have to score points, so he needs to do something at quarterback. Um, I would have liked to see him go bring in maybe a big time wide receiver. I think at his age, Cooper Cup is not really the answer right now. Um, and outside of that, there's really no one you're focused on on that offense. So he has two weapons and, and a terrible quarterback. He needs to figure it out because that defense is really good. And, and if he figures out the offense, that defense is good enough to carry him to the playoffs. Um, you look at Seattle, you know, we talked about them a minute ago. Yeah. I mean, they, they do have a legitimate shot at making the playoffs this year. Obviously they're led by Derrick Henry. You know, they're a top rushing team in the league. Um, pass wise, the numbers are down still. Um, you know, but that's really not what Cat is looking to do. I mean, on the season, he's thrown 15 picks with Russell Wilson, which isn't bad, but he's only thrown 11 touchdowns. He's only been sacked 11 times. Um, you know, he's just at like 2,200 yards right now. I don't know what's happening in the Bears game, obviously, but, you know, we're in, what are we, in week 13? Henry's at 1,000 yards already. He has 10 touchdowns already. You know, you have Rashad Penny there who has another five touchdowns, and then Carson has two. Uh, so clearly this team is going to go as Derrick Henry and company carries them. Um 
is that enough to get it done? It might be. I mean, that's what wins in the playoffs, right? You can control the clock and play offense and ground it down the opponent's throat and not turn the ball over. Um, Defensively, though, they're not good against the run either. I mean, they're 23rd in rush defense. Everything else looks okay. You know, they're middle of the road in yards. That that rush defense definitely pulling them back. Um, you know, 13th in points is pretty good. And, and you know, they do have some big wins on their schedule this year. So it'll be interesting to see how they finish out. They have to beat the Bears. I think that they need to win one of those two games against the Cardinals or the Niners. Um, and then you have to put Glenn down, obviously, to, to have a chance and hope that White Greg just kind of collapses the way he usually does late in seasons. Um, and, you know, Cad may be back in the playoffs. Um, you know, you look at the other two, I think the other two have a real shot to win the division, obviously. I don't think Cad's going to have enough to catch uh, Remesso with a two-game lead at this point. Um, but you look at the Niners, I mean, their schedule to, to finish out the year, it's not awful. I mean, they play the Rams twice, which should be two wins for him. You know, maybe you split because it's a division opponent, but I'm taking Ernest every time in that game. Uh, the Bills game will be tough. JP's playing well right now. And then you have CAD week 17, right? So I think Ernest has a good shot. And and you look at Remesso too. I mean, that schedule's not bad. The Cowboys, you expect him to win that game this week. The Vikings game, no offense like him. You expect him to win that game. You know, then he has the Seahawks, which again, whoever wants to win this division, you need to win your division game. So you know, he has the Seahawks, and then he finishes with Bears and Packers, which should both be blowout wins in his favor. Um, I think Remesu, with as good as that team is playing right now, they're top 10 in almost every single category. Um, I think rush defense, yeah, rush defense, they're ranked 17th, um, allowing 101.5 points with uh, yards, which isn't bad. Um, but everything else, they're top 10, and that offense is so hard to stop. There's so many playmakers. Remesu does a really good job of running that offense, too. You don't know what's coming. Um you have to spy Murray. You have to worry about Drake. You have to worry about the wide receivers. He has a good tight end. The old line is good. Uh, so it's just tough to close that team in. And Remesu is doing a really good job, as you guys all saw in the Super Bowl, of making really good adjustments, right? So if you stop him early and you figure out what he's doing, he has the ability to go to something else, and he has a second game plan and a third game plan that he can really pull out and be effective with. So he's mastered that offense, and he's he's playing really well right now. So um, I said it the whole cycle. I knew Remesu would be a great fit here. I said he was going to have a great cycle. Um, you know, Murray's super efficient, completing about 71% of his passes, 23 touchdowns to only 11 interceptions. He's not turning the ball over. Um, you know, the running backs, he's got kind of a committee. Drake's having a decent season, just shy of 700 yards, only five touchdowns. Um, you know, but he, he spreads it out to all of his weapons. You look at his top four weapons on offense. They are all over 500 yards. They all have a couple of touchdowns. Um, and then you look at the defense. It's one of the better defense. In the There's stars everywhere. What he's able to do with Simmons is good. So I just think Remesu's team is so good, and he's playing so well right now. It's going to be his division. Yeah, the Niners have a super stacked team also. And, and you know, you got to give Ernest credit. He's playing well. Um, I just don't know. I expected a little bit more out of Ernest. I think that he's been underperforming since he got Lamar Jackson, honestly. Um I mean, they're they're a great team, don't get me wrong, but you know, he I played him a few weeks ago and I was able to beat him and I was pretty surprised that, you know, it wasn't a dogfight. Like I, I beat him up pretty good. And I was pretty surprised at that because that team is so good. I think that he is worried about that cheesy tag, right? And not running the quarterback and Lamar does not run enough. He does not use his legs nearly enough to warrant paying the guy what he's paying him. So I think if Ernest can be a little bit more dynamic on offense and mix things up similar to what Remes is doing in the same division, I think that he'll be much better off. Mm. Yeah. 
I wish Mojo talked to me about me like he talks about fucking Ernesto. <laughs> I, I don't oh, like you. God damn, he sucked his dick pretty good there. Like, yo, he's like, defending the world champion. What do you want me to say? He's one of the best right, players. In the league you know, right you're like, right. You look, me, you look at me. I'm, I'm sitting here with you two guys. Guys who. But what, just, what am I going to say about you guys? You look at Archer's stats versus his QB stats. They're identical. Same touchdowns, same interceptions. We spread them out the same way. I don't way. care what you do. And he just you sits here and sucks. Back every I play. don't. I have one of the best yes, receivers in the league. Pat, you Pat, snap Pat. the ball, throw it to the left. <laughs> Shut up. I have one of the number one wide receivers in the league. It's just like you just sit here okay. and suck his dick when I just do what he does better, and you'll never No, admit you it. don't. Your offense is not dynamic. It's the most stale <laughs> vanilla thing I've ever watched. Perfect. It is. All right, let's move on. That's We're going to move on to is let Icom. We're going to move on to Icom's little session here. We're going to let Icom talk because I just don't want to hear Moji talk for a little while. So, Icom. Damn. Right. You got anything for us? Anything you want to make up? Uh, yeah. You want to do the rookies? You want to talk about the rooks? I want you to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, I like when Icom talks about the rookies. Yeah, so I'm gonna just point out three rookies, and I know uh, the Tennessee Titans are sitting at four and seven right now, but I do or I am impressed with Dustin Rich. Uh, because the Tennessee Titans have been known uh, in seasons of this uh, past seasons of this cycle to be a majority you know, or a major running team. That's been their focus. Uh, you can see that they're trying to uh, open up their playbook a little bit more to uh, get the ball downfield. And I think we're seeing that with uh, uh, Dustin Rich, who was selected in the second round, uh, the 11th pick. Uh, he was initially to be a late first-round pick, and he fell into the second round. And so far, he is uh, a 70% completion percentage at almost 2,200 yards. So he's at 2,199 yards, 25 touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, that, that number is a little high, but you expect the, the inner to be a little bit higher when it comes to rookies uh, because they are now their skilled set just isn't right there yet uh, coming out of college he's only been sacked seven times so the offensive line is taking care of him and also uh, making quick decisions and getting the ball out uh, so that's one of the you know, rookies I wanted to highlight the other is a guy that I did not expect to uh, be performing as well and it is Moji's New York Jets, Delvin Fox love him I knew it was coming wide receiver like this kid is out here outperforming uh, I think uh, what anybody would have expected so if we pull up his numbers he has got 43 receptions right now 726 yards owned two drops season with nine touchdowns and his long uh, pass play of 73 yards he was selected also in the second round with the fifth uh, overall pick in the second round and he was projected to be a round pick 93 uh, 93 speed 94 acceleration he still got a develop his routes both short and medium and deep routing uh his catches his catch ratings aren't off the chart either so he is definitely playing good ball right now and that's also probably benefiting also from having a quarterback likes to uh, take the ball down the field and then lastly uh the player i'm gonna highlight let me pull him up real quick is left outside linebacker nolan mccrary for the steelers obviously we're well aware of the steelers defense Defense. It's one of the, if not the top defense currently in the league, uh, but he is 
contributing a lot. Uh, Daddy Leagues has them at 46 tackles, uh, but if you look on Madden, I think that would probably be in the sixth range because they don't count half tackles on Daddy Leagues. But he has four interceptions, and he's really been outperforming his last two games against Kansas City and Dallas. Uh, where he has a total of three interceptions his last two games and a fumble recovery and three deflections. So I think he's also joining a great defense there. And, you know, you got uh, King John that's benefiting from that. So those are my three rookies, Dustin Rich, Delvin Fox, and Nolan McCrary. McCrary has 87 total tackles on the season. That's really damn good for a rookie, and he's only going to get better. He's only normal dev, so you might even see him get a dev up to a star. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely big. I think outside of that, what Buffalo did on their defense with Eddie Correa and J.D. Caldwell is yeah. really going to make a huge difference going on. Yeah, and you, you brought up Correa last week, and I mentioned the other guy, Caldwell, last week, or our, our last pod. Uh, Buffalo did excellent in their draft. I love seeing guys, <clears throat> you know, when they can hit on their draft picks and they you know, they can come into the league and they're just making a difference right off, right from the get-go. Perfect. So let's let's move over. Let's do a little cold slice. Moji, we'll start with you. Who, who's cold? Who who you think's a little cold slice we got going on? <sighs> um, I'm. I kind of talked about him last time, but he didn't get my slice, and he's getting it this time. But it's got to be Adele, right? He's lost three straight games. He got smoked by. Uh, Brett for the second time this season. He lost to the CPU Saints, which probably would have been a win if it was Spencer. I get it. Um, he lost by 12 points in Week 10 to the Niners, squeaked by the Panthers, squeaked by the Giants. So, I mean, he just has not been playing the type of football we expect from Adele. Uh, he still sits at 7-4. and four. The schedule down the stretch is still easy for him, so he does play the Giants. Plays the Steelers, which will be tough. Plays the Cowboys, which will be tough. Plays the Vikings, which I think will play him tough. And then he finishes with the Bengals. So his chances of making the playoffs are pretty high. But I don't know what it is. He's just not playing great right now. Um, you look at the numbers for Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's sitting at 65.4 completion percentage, just shy of 3,000 yards. He has 18 touchdowns, 15 picks. But he's been sacked 38 times, which is high. Um I mean, you look at the numbers for Sanders, they're, they're pretty good. He's just shy of 700 yards, nine touchdowns on the season, averaging 4.1 yards a pop. But I, I don't know. I mean, the, the offensive numbers are there, right? Diggs has 800-plus yards, uh, only three touchdowns. Rager has 800-plus yards, only three touchdowns. His tight end's having a really good year. He's up to eight touchdowns, 700 yards. Um, but after that, it's a big drop-off, so it's kind of like those big three. Um, I don't know if Sharp is hurt. I'm guessing he has been banged up at some point for him only to have 18 catches uh, for 263 yards under touchdown because that was one of his top guys in the past. Uh, but, you know, I mean... The Eagles, they, they, I don't know what it is. They, they're not great at running the ball right now. Uh, they are ranked 21st. Defense is very middle of the pack in terms of all their numbers. They're 15th in points. They're 14th in yards. Uh, so I expect him to turn around and make the playoffs and figure it out. You know, it's Adele. You can never count the guy out. But, you know, losing three straight and he's not looked good in his wins the two games before that, I'm, I'm not impressed right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it matters at the end of the day. I think he'll probably still find his way to the playoffs. Right. My cold slice is someone that I literally think might miss it, and that's the Dolphins. You know, like, they're, they're just on a bad streak right now. You know, they beat the Bills by one, but outside of that, they lost the Seahawks, they lost the Ravens, they lost the Bills before that, they lost the Titans before that. You know, going one and four since their bye week in week seven is a major drop-off. They were sitting at five and one last time we talked, I believe. 
And now they have to come and still play the Jets twice, which I, I think I said before, I don't really see them winning those games. I can see them only beating the Texans. Their other two games are the Raiders and the Colts. I think they could easily lose both of those. Jake's, as much as he doesn't want to admit it, is playing a better game right now. He could end up going, you know, seven and nine and just not making the playoffs. In his last five weeks, he's thrown 15 interceptions. So he's just averaging that kind of three pick six area when you have the Bills and the Jets kind of battling out with one or two games above them right now. I just, with that schedule and having to play Jets twice, it's happening after you've gone one and four after going five and one to start the season. It's just super cold team. The defense is just letting up, averaging over the past five weeks, I think 30 points a game. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, they're, they're not doing what they need to do to win games. And as much as that deep throw, like kind of lob and pray thing can put up points, it doesn't when you're behind. When you start having to do that when you're losing and you're letting up 30 points a game, it's just not how you win. You know, you have to get up early. And I just, I don't see it working out. I honestly could see him winning one more game the rest of the season and, you know, being in a bad situation going forward. So Dolphins are definitely my cold slice. Icom, who's your cold slice? I'm going with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And that's because last year they finished, what, 12-4. and four. You know, and they had high expectations, and uh, they were performing very well offensively and defensively. And this year, they are just not meeting those expectations that uh, were met of them. Let me pull up their schedule for this year. So they have lost. What are they sitting at? They're sitting at five and. Oh, my computer's taking forever. Of course. <laughs> They're six and five right now, I believe. They're six and five right now, right? And. If... Then when you go to Dailies, you got to... Their team never fucking works. Yeah, you got to go and put the LV in. I'll, I'll do it for you. What do you want to know? I, no, I got it. I wish I wish Pat was as nice to me as he is to Icom. <laughs> well, uh, let's Jesus. see. They came out of their bye week sitting at... what uh, They won the week one Broncos. So you think uh, the season's going to be good because you beat Aston and you're like, all right, picking up where I left off uh, from last year. Beat the Bengals by three week two. Lose to the Panthers in week three. One of the one of the only uh, two uh, one of the two wins that the Panthers have on the season. Lose to the Chargers in week four. Maybe that was an AP game. Blow out the Browns. Eke one out against Toffin his Buccaneers. Then they come out of their bye week and they lose to the New Orleans Saints, twenty six to twenty one. And I think that's where everybody's like, oh, maybe uh, the Saints can turn it around. But then the Raiders come out and beat the Steelers, so it looks like they're maybe back on track. But then they beat, uh, they're beaten by the Chiefs. They beat the Broncos. They sweep the Broncos, and now they've lost to the Ravens. So I just think they're on a cold streak. I don't think they can figure out how is this a cold streak? They've beat every good team in the league. They, they just they're, lose they're the not, bad Because they're not winning the games that they should win. Yeah. <laughs> they win the games play, they shouldn't play, win. If you, you figure out somebody, how someone plays if you play them twice a season, right? Now we're in our fifth cycle, so or fifth season. So I think, uh, yeah, he's winning the games that are could go. Say, I'll call them 50-50 games because he has a great team. Uh, but he's losing to the teams that he shouldn't be losing to, and he's got to finish out the season against the Titans, which I think he can win. The Chargers are having a winning season at seven and four. I think they're sneaky. Uh, they're a sneaky pick to uh, sneak into the playoffs there in the AFC. Uh, and then he's got the Chiefs, Dolphins, and Falcons, which are all winning teams. 
And I think he loses those games and misses the playoffs this Let's year. Just, so can I we think just announce this? If it wasn't for Tico, Aston would be 11 though. He's the only team who's been. He beat him twice. Yeah. How, how is that possible? Right, how that's can the he only good team he's and beaten. Beat, and not beat, uh, you know. Uh, the, he beat the Steelers too. But. He beat the Steelers. Like, it's yeah. just. He's losing games this year. He should win, man. That's yeah. what it is. But then you beat Aston twice. It's Aston's only two losses. It's just. So should he beat? So should he beat the Titans coming up here in week three? I don't, I don't think anyone right now. should. He's, he's up for ten. He should smoke the Titans by twenty points. But he's been but losing the, those should games. Right. right. He's up right now. Is he playing right now? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he's got the Chargers, which I think the first game was an AP game, which I mentioned. So I'm not sure how that game is going to go. That's a tough game. The Chiefs game is a tough game. Dolphins game will end up being a tough game that he should win, but still will be a tough game. And the Falcons game is a tough game. So I mean, he's he's got a a, a a tall you know a hill to climb if he wants to even have an inkling of a chance to make the playoffs. I, I so. think it's a I think it's a premature call on cold, but I think we're gonna have him be okay. real. I think Fair we're gonna, we're gonna have him be real cold a few weeks from there's now. Not, there's when not we come, too many I think cold when we come to the then. end of the season, he might lose. Uh, he's gonna beat the Titans, but he might lose out after that and. Then we can definitely call him cold for sure. Toph, who's your cold slice? I have Miami also. So I won't elaborate too much on them because you picked them apart pretty good. But just knowing that last time we spoke on this team, they were 5-1. and one, And we were singing their praises. They were top of the division. Then they dropped, I think, four, four straight. Well, not four straight. Three straight. They won one and they ended up barely beating JP on a, on a very, not questionable play, but just one of those things that Madden does that just pisses you off, right? Um this is a guy here that that we we had high hopes for. We thought this was his season, his coming out party. You know, a guy that's been to Super Bowl before already. So he's putting everything together, and then now it's just dropped. If you look at the last span of the last five games, his his defense is, is already in the bottom of the bottom of the half. So you, you can't stop anybody. Um, and that's that right there is like what Mikey likes to say is a recipe for for disaster. For sure. All right, so, yeah, keep... I won't pick on that too much longer because you already did. So. Yes, yeah, so we're going to keep it moving. We're actually going to let you continue talk- talking tough, and we're going to move over to your little meat lover segment. What do you got going on? So the meat lover is the slurp section, and I'm going to give love to Burke Steelers because I went in on his ass the last pod, and I was talking big shit. And now I, I have to I have to eat crow because he's tending to, and I only easily tend to, you know, the schedule has been – it's not it's not you can't sit here and say that, but it isn't it isn't a cakewalk, right? But he's playing he's playing really good football. He's playing really good Madden. It's coming together for this guy, man. And, and outside of the Tico loss and then the, the Aston loss, which those are games that he you know, they're very close games. He hasn't getting blown out by any means against anybody. Um a couple plays here and there and, and, and he's back in. He beat the Chiefs uh, a couple weeks ago and whooped the Cowboys ass and then beat the Ravens, so Saying that he play that he has a bell next isn't a test for him. Um, I think that's a game that he's gonna be able to win. And he has the Browns, and then he has he has you, and then the Browns again to close it out. But there's a good chance that he doesn't lose another game. He loses we may one. see him. We may see him 14 and two here, man. So I I'm not gonna put it past him to go ahead and and, and win it. It's, what has been his recipe, man? It's been defense, right? That's always been his thing. Is defense. He plays really good defense, but. The office is now starting to make some noise too, so um, that's my my slurp. Yeah, I mean, you look at this defense, first in points allowed, but they're also second in yards, second in passing, second in rushing. I mean, they're they're it's good incredible, at, good across the board, 
and you, you start to look at it like you, you're saying their schedule, it's not been a cakewalk, but it's not been hard. But yeah, week 10 and 11, they beat the Jets and the Chiefs. I mean, we're talking about the Chiefs are having one of the best seasons they've had. They beat the Washington football team, who I think are a, very much a Super Bowl contender right now, even right. with a rookie quarterback. So, I mean, they're, they're winning some games versus people. And not just winning. I mean, 30 to 16, 36 to 24, 23 to 7. Like they're beating up on teams that we could easily talk about, you know, Super Bowl contenders. So, I mean, they're, no, they're true, playing. So you're right. He's won against some of the top guys in his league, and he's lost against barely against the top guys. My only issue is the bottom half of his schedule. It's so weak, right? And I don't expect him to have a, a rough road. Every game is a battle, right? No, of course not. But if you look at the measurement of the top guys and the low guys he's playing, right? He's he's. His schedule is just very it's, – it's fair. It's a fair schedule for a guy that's 10-2. I mean, he's lost to the Broncos and the Raiders. I mean, the Broncos oh. game you can't hate on. And, yeah, the Raiders, I guess you could say, is a bad loss if you're putting together a very good season. I want to see how he plays against the Eagles. I, I think he wins both the Browns games easily. So, I mean, the Eagles and playing me is going to be the real deciding factor. But, I mean, there's a good chance he walks away with the – one seed in the AFC anyway. Well, deciding factor of what? Like, is he's ten and two? There's nothing more to decide. Like, he's, yeah, no, yeah. Well, just, what are you trying to decide? No, but I mean, you want to figure out what you're going to do in the playoffs. I mean, the Eagles are going to be playoff teams. The Jaguars are going to be playoff teams. The, Bron- the Browns game doesn't matter. You should win those. Sure. You just want to figure out what you're going to do there. And if he wins those, it, most likely he wins the games versus the Browns, which puts him at the one seed. I would say most likely anyway. So like he could drop the Eagles and Jaguars, but you want to prove yourself against one of those teams coming through the end. Well, yeah, you, you got to keep playing. Sure. You know, he's yeah. not, he can't take his fill out the gas by any means. No, he could though. Cause he could just beat the Browns. And most likely I think 12, is anyone else getting now? You want that bye week. That Absolutely. division. I mean, yeah, if you're looking at a one seed, sure. But yeah, no, I mean, division no, up no six I'm weeks. saying in the whole conference, I don't think anyone else is getting 12 in the AFC. Are they? Well, I mean, well, yeah, sure. You got Jets can get to 12. Jets are not getting to 12. <laughs> Jets can get to 12. You know, it's possible. They possibly could get to 12. Jaguars? There's another team that can get to 12. <laughs> You're in the NFC. Oh, <laughs> All right. So we got through Toph's segment. We've seen Icom's segment. Uh, let's go to a little hot take. Let's do a little microwave slice. Icom, and we'll catch you off guard here. You got a hot uh, take for us? Hot take. Man. <sighs> I wasn't expecting to be uh, put on blast. but uh, That's the fun part. I thought we got rid of the hot take. Nope. We're That's still what we did take. too. Nope. We're still hot take. The hmm. Dallas Cowboys went out their schedule. And win the NFC East. That was my hot take. <laughs> yeah, right I was, was going to say the same thing. No way. You're all fucking I mean, they're crazy. one game out of the NFC East. I mean, they still got to play the Washington football team, which is they're playing freaking hot. Weed's having fun. Uh, Weed's he's not having fun anymore. Weed's winning games. <laughs> winning is fun. I mean, win is, winning is fun. He's right? finally having fun. Weed I'm does, having a hell of a good time. Weed does not enjoy beating people. Like, he likes losing and just, like, no. thinking about Madden. Like, when he wins, he feels bad. He's like, oh, <laughs> he might not like me anymore. He sent oh, you a cart in the mail. What should I do? Like, sorry. he doesn't like winning. He just wants to enjoy his life. He's not I enjoying mean, this. 
yeah, it's hey, if if White Greg keeps it up, man, just plays with some confidence and doesn't get in chat and start talking shit while he's playing his game, like oh fuck man, fuck that, just play your game. He doesn't anymore. He, he's out of chat. Yeah, he, he'll pop in every now and again, be like, "Do motherfuckers see that?" And he'll have like one viewer watching the game or something like that. <laughs> he's losing right now to Remesu, so we'll of see. Course. I, mean, I go to bed at like eight o'clock now, so I don't 14, see anything 6. in chat. But my hot take was. Washington football team's going to the Super Bowl. They are going to, one, walk away with that division. And two, I, I honestly think they are the best team no. in the NFC right now. You can no. say that the NFC West has the better teams. They're playing good ball. I think he's just – we've seen this before where we, like, later in the cycle, kind of like Aston does sometimes too, where they, they get better later on. They figure out the game. They get their team where they want it to be, and they get good. Weed's there right now. Like, it, it may be with a rookie quarterback. And that's how it happens sometimes. Like you're, you have the money to have it right. Like that team is good. He's playing very good, and I think there's a very good chance that when he gets into the playoffs here, he makes a run. I know Moji hates this because he hates giving Weed any credit ever. That's not true at all. It's 100 percent true. I talked to Weed more than anyone in the past probably two months about Madden and football. So you're completely wrong. Yeah, Moji gave yeah. him some love in the last pod too. Absolutely, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. That's that, that's that's, that's just true. always loud and wrong. That's kind of your your thing. We should call. We should. You should have your own slice, and it should be you just being loud and wrong because it's what you do. Extremely um, loud and wrong, like the movie yeah. extremely loud and close. Which, is, yeah, no, we, we he's having a great season. Um. You know, he's playing well. That defense is awesome. I mean, what what can you say? The rookie quarterback looks fantastic. You know, he's running the ball well. I don't hate that take at all. I think he's got a very good team, and he's great on the sticks. I hate it. I hate it. Who who do you think beat? Like, I mean, I think the, there's the other... better teams. Yeah, Romesu has a better shot, I think. 49? I think probably has a better oh, shot as well. No. Yeah. I'm... See, I, I think the way Weed plays the game and the way he ends for people, like, I think they're both a little – not gimmicky, but like I think he could easily plan to beat them. And right, he's good at that's plans, where he's good. Plans are great until you get into snow games in the playoffs against good teams and you have a rookie quarterback that you have to throw the ball because he's not going to hand it off to his running back forty times a game like you do and hide the rookie quarterback. He actually uses his rookie quarterback and he needs the guy to play well, right? So these guys are going to miss throws in the bad weather and in the snow, and against good defenses, that stuff can't happen. Right, so Do we, he's going to have a good player front? Absolutely. But I like the Cardinals to repeat, or I think that it's going to be the Niners again. Which quarterback has the most yards in this league? I don't care. That's irrelevant. What does that have to do with the weather and the playoffs? Well, you're just saying I hide behind my fucking you running back. You did two he, years he, ago. Yeah. When you won. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Well, my rookie quarterback has a fucking ring, so I don't do we rotate talking shit to Moji? Is that what we do now? Yeah, bring it on. You want to go check Dan Archer's stats that year? Like, he threw the fucking ball. He threw 30 interceptions and 12 touchdowns. He was awful. Did he win a ring? talking about? Yeah, that's irrelevant. Is it? Yes. You're making not irrelevant. Yes, it is irrelevant. I mean, no one wants to hear about how Dan Archer is better than any quarterback you've had this cycle. So, he's not been. He's not been. Dan Orchard's been awful his whole career. He's, he's been the a number ball. one quarterback in the league right now. So you've had you one half of good season. One. One time. Half of a good season. He's been abysmal the whole rest of his career. <laughs> he throws oh. double the interceptions. He does touchdowns every season except for this one. And because this year you started checking it down like lefty when you throw the ball every pass play. Every pass play is to the flats to Fournette. That's what you do. And that's why that's 
Why DJ Chark has a thousand yard season right now? Oh, right. Like, you lob it up to Chark and he bails you out. I don't Sorry. ever love the ball. Talk, I forgot. I'm do you have a hot take? I don't need to listen to him fucking spew nonsense. I, I do, but this is good TV right now, man. It's, it's not. Like, I don't need to listen to him just say. He, he, hasn't watched, so he hasn't watched me play since I beat him. Like, no, I, I beat I, him I, in week three like and he just I stopped. Like watching you play, it's miserable football to watch. There's a million things I'd rather do. You haven't uh, done a million things in your life, so please name all the million. How things are you guys friends? friends? Now we're how are you guys so close to being friends? That's a good one. <laughs> you don't need enemies when you guys are you guys are legit friends. Yeah, but that's what makes good friends. Right. Nice. You know, being able to bicker at each other like that. So. I guess. All right, man. Can I? Can I? Can I go? Are you guys good? Yeah. Let's hear another bad take. Keep going. <laughs> hey, don't start with me, motherfucker. <laughs> me and Pat will tag team your ass. Get the fucking three D going. Let's do it. I'm really worried. Dude, all right. So my high take is the Vikings will get the number one seed in the NFC. Explain, please. Because Yeah. I like that sure. I don't mind explaining that. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, he's playing against the next four teams who are all, you know, one in leading their leading their divisions respectfully. So it, I believe he can beat these next couple teams coming up. And only only team he's not playing is is I know he actually does play your weed seed I believe. Let me go back and look. No, I don't play weed seed. I don't think I got uh, Adele. Yeah, you don't. So I'm I'm, I'm I'm very confident that go ahead. In theory, by numbers he is, but no, Adele fucking sucks. You can beat him. Oh yeah, I know I can beat him. I beat him before. So I beat Ernest. You're moving to the one seed when. I mean, mm-hmm. I beat everybody almost. I think I beat everybody in the league. It's just consistency and just playing smart and not turning the ball over. So, 49ers, Cardinals, Jaguars, Eagles. Outside yeah, of the Jaguars, if you look at the end, it is absolutely. So, let's, let's, you know, dissect this for a couple seconds here. If he wins Niners, Cardinals, and the Eagles, he's bona fide first place outside of Weezy, maybe. Yeah, Weezy's going 13 3, though. It's possible. And so can he. That's a gauntlet. I, I love it. I come your play very well. That's a, gauntlet. a hot take, man. I, I would say take. if I'm a betting man, but I am a betting man. And we'd see us play the Lions, Falcons, Bengals, Bucks, Cowboys. Like That's a significantly easier road. I also like being the underdog on those lines. I saw the line 11 and a half. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm an 11 and a half dog tonight. That's cool. I like it. It helps me. It's possible, man. Let's do it. Let's Mochi do it. Said I, a lot I like on himself this. this week. You know, he's he's not feeling so there, hot. There was very limited games to pick from this week. I like. I this. don't like putting games on my lines on my games. No. All right. Yeah, I can tell they'd be all, a little bit tough. Not nothing really popping. Let's move on to a, a hot slice. I've already talked about my hot slice. Uh, we're just skipping my microwave slice now. That's cool. Oh, I thought you were already ta- You just yelled uh, at me for a while. So, right, well, go. yeah, that's because you just make my blood boil. Right, so, hot take, Moji. My hot take is the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win their first Super Bowl ring. Um, I think Spit is playing really well this year. You look at his team, what he's doing. He's having another fantastic season. Um, and I mean, he he just looks really good, right? I mean, the defense is finally there, and I think that's the big difference. Um, you know, they're fourth in points, letting nineteen a game, which is really good. Uh, and you know, if you're scoring 31 a game and you're only allowing 19, you know, you're going to have a good record, right? So I, I think when you look at him, I mean, week six, he blew out the Jaguars, which are supposed to be this fantastic team. Um, he played the Broncos. He only lost by four. 
Um, you know, and then he lost to the Steelers, but the Steelers are another really good team. And I, I think that the Steelers could be a bad matchup for him if they run into each other in the playoffs, just stylistically. But outside of that, I like him against every other team. Week 14 will be a big test for him again against the Broncos. But I mean, I think that Spit is playing really well. Mahomes having another fantastic season and the defense is finally there, man, for him to be able to stop teams from getting in the end zone. They're very bend, but don't break um, because the passing yards is bad. They're 28th in the league in passing yards, uh, but they're good against the run, which is probably due to that. But when you keep teams out of the end zone and you give up that many yards and you play bend, but don't break and you're able to score at will, like his team has been able to, it's a good recipe, man. And I, I think that if he can keep that up, he's going to have a good playoff run and, and go on and win his first Super Bowl. And I'll point out uh, in that Steelers game, he didn't have Mahomes. Mahomes was suspended. And then also against the Raiders, Mahomes was suspended, and he beat the Raiders with his backup. So those are things to, to note. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. The Chiefs are kind of like the Titans with me. I've played Spitta for a long time, and I have a hard time beating him. So I, but I saw how he played me this season, and <clears throat> I don't know how anyone's beating him. And not many people have, to be honest, but like he's playing very good. I would not want to see him, you know, in the postseason if I was any team, you know. So I 100% think you're right there. I mean, to say it's a hot, it's a hot take because how he's he's done this cycle. He's definitely, we know he's a better user than what we've seen so far. And that team's better than what he's done with them so far. So it's it's a take for what we've seen, but I don't think anyone should be treating it like it's a hot take once they see him in the playoffs because he's playing very good right now. He's in a roll. So let's move over to the hot slice. I mean, he could easily be a hot slice. I've kind of talked about it already. I think the Washington football team are a super hot slice. You know, they've had no picks in the past two games, and that's while scoring 35 and 45 points. Like, that's just a super aggressive offense that is putting points up. You know, they're on a four-game win streak. Just, I, I, as much as, like, I used to hate weed playing him. There's never been someone that learned how to beat me more than he has. He's great at learning how people play. He's going to walk through the end of the season and just for him right now, it's all planning on how to win in the playoffs. You know, he, he's going to play some teams here that are not playoff caliber to the end, you know, Bengals, Buccaneers, Lions, the Falcons and Cowboys could be playoff teams, but he he really has to keep his mind at where he, who he's going to be playing later on and keep getting ready for it because what he's done to the Eagles this season. I mean the, the forty five to twenty two and then shutting them out thirty four to nothing earlier on like that shows you what I was saying before. Like once he gets to play someone a bunch and figure out what they want to do, like everyone can say like that. You can call me easy to read. Like everyone to a point if you play them enough is easy to read and. He clearly knows what Adele's doing every play. I guarantee you, he can. When Adele lines up, he knows what he's doing. That's what Weed is great at. Once he figures it out, and that's why he's going to now dominate this division for the rest of the cycle. I I think if I can make another hot take, I don't think Adele wins the this division again. I think Weed wins it out. Wow. He has this quarterback now. He's only going to get better. <clears throat> he's going to get to settle into this team. I mean, what you think the Cowboys are going to win it? No. He and he already has. Adele's number. So, Weed Seed's hot. He's going to make a run. I said he's going to be in the Super Bowl as my hot take. I think he's the hottest team in the league right now and will continue just to dominate the NFC North. East. NFC East. 
Yeah, I have to piggyback because that was going to be my hot slice as well. Uh, but you also got to remember, you're also one injury away. He's one injury away from having to play Marcus Mariota, who has played a little bit and is 49% completion rate for one touchdown and five interceptions. Hopefully, you know, knock on some wood. I never uh, wish injury upon any digital player in Madden, but uh, you got to take that into account. And then, I mean, yeah, they're tough to cover. Matthew Callahan and Terry, uh, Terry McLaurin are tough to cover, and they are putting up huge numbers right now. Both have six touchdowns. Both are in the 50 reception range. And then that tight end, Tommy Hartzell, who has 87 speed, any linebacker, and for that matter, some uh, strong safety or free safeties in this league are going to have a tough time covering that guy. I think if he keeps playing the way he is and keeps also forcing the turnovers because he's in the positive, I think, 13, uh, 35 takeaways to 20-some, 20 giveaways or something like that, I think he's he's definitely got the recipe for success, and he might just fulfill your prophecy. Perfect. Toph, Hot Slice, what do you got? I thought we just did the hot slice. No, we did microwave. You hot did take. Hot slice. Hot take. Hot take. Skip me. Emoji. Hot slice. Um, so Tough kind of did steal my thunder when he did his uh, his slurp slice, but I'm going with Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's playing really well right now. Um, you know, what can you say about this defense? They're just fantastic. I mean, the pass rush is really good. They're good at every single level. They're good against the run. They're good against the pass. And it... I still don't trust the quarterback. I will say that. I don't trust Jordan Love, especially come playoff time. But he sets himself up to win by playing good defense, being – I don't want to say, like, too conservative, but he he's conservative enough where he's not having a ton of turnovers. I mean, he has 18 picks on the year. It's not awful. Um, it's, it's, it's red zone, so it is what it is. But – he makes the other guy make a lot of mistakes, sets himself up with short field, and he's able to capitalize and score. Um, and I think that kind of playing that way and being able to run the ball and, and you know, Babino's having another good year. It's not like that crazy year he had that one year, but it's another solid year. He's just shy 800 yards, 11 touchdowns. Um, you know, this guy Lloyd Reese is having a nice season. He's just shy 800 yards receiving. Uh, I mean, the team is good, and, and the defense is just good. They've, they've been on a tear. They're being good teams. They're beating the teams they're supposed to hey, be. I mean, I, I don't know how you pick a team other than Pittsburgh right now, except for maybe like the Chiefs or the Broncos. And, uh, you know, they're, they're playing well, man. Uh, you, they lost to the Steelers. It's one game. It happens. It, it was a tight one. And, you know, after, before that, you lost to the Broncos. So I'd be interested to see how they play in a rematch in the playoffs. I'd, I'd love to see that matchup uh, against the Broncos. But I'm going with the Steelers right now. You just said the Steelers lost to the Steelers. I'd like to hear that. Um, Steelers lost to the Broncos. All right. Tough. I, I know you're not correcting me about things that I say. I did, but anything? Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons as far as the hot slice, and they've rattled off four straight games. <clears throat> they had the Chiefs tonight. I'm not sure when they're playing here. Um, he had Washington, New Orleans, easy-ass Green Bay, and then Oakland. So there's a good chance that he can win out these last couple games and go 12-4. and four. Um, he, He's playing really good ball. That Walker kid is phenomenal, and he's finding out ways to use him. I wouldn't be surprised if that guy ends up being a, a superstar next 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 season, the way he's using him. Um, he's definitely going to win some awards with that dude and get some XP. 
the defense is what's been holding up for him. He got rid of his, his defensive tackle. That was a massive anchor for him because the last couple of seasons he's always been top 10 in stopping the run. Got rid of that guy and nothing changed. Still can't run the ball against this guy, man. So I like what he's got going on. Um, hopefully when he gets to the playoffs, he can win one because he's been kind of ass when he's gotten there and been one and done, taken out. Um, but yeah, he's my high slice. You, you don't, you know, in, the the four games that he's won, they're against bottom of the road teams. Yeah, but it's still he's still playing hot. So yeah, I mean, I I was gonna go to a different slice after this, but it's just an easier transition. So we're gonna go over to the little Caesars because you're saying he's his hot slice, but he's my biggest defender. He's mine as well. Yeah, like you, you look at what he's done, and I, I, he's sitting at what eight and four. Is that what it is? But he's beat the Panthers one and nine. He beat the Saints twice, four and seven. The only real win he has of a, a you know above five hundred team is the Cowboys at seven and plus the Giant. He beat the Giants, Rams, and Bucks, which are all sub five hundred teams. And then once he plays real teams, his losses are the Broncos, Eagles, and Chargers sitting at nine two seven four. And then he also lost Utah at you know losing to a four and seven team. So like, not four and seven. Are you what five and seven now? Yes, that matters. Go ahead. All right. Well, when I took my notes on my beautiful sheet here, you were four and seven. <laughs> yeah, he's five and seven because he blew out. He just blew yeah. out. Fucking he's just shitty crap pick and still missed the playoffs. It's fine. Yeah, it's just he's sitting here and he's just like he's thirty second against the rush. He's thirty second rushing the ball. Like he can't rush the ball. And then he's throwing twenty one picks to twenty one touchdowns. I mean, twenty one touchdowns is far better than some other quarterbacks are doing in this league, but still a lot of picks. And you know, his offense is twenty second in the league. His defense is kind of holding him together right now, but that's because of who he's played. I mean, he has to now go play the Chiefs, Washington football team. I mean, you could say he wins after that against the Saints and Packers, but I don't even know like if he does. When you look at who he's already like who he's actually beat, I don't know that you just say he beats the Saints and the Packers. He beats then, the Saints, and then the Raiders could easily beat him. Yeah, yeah, maybe he beats the Saints, but like he could easily go one and four to end this out. After sitting here at you know seven and four, I just. I don't think he's a playoff team from what he's shown so far because, I mean, he hasn't beat one team that's going to the playoffs outside of maybe the Cowboys. But I think we already said earlier that there's a good chance they miss it. So, yeah, you're he, right. He just, he really doesn't have it. As much as you could say he's hot and he's won some games and he destroyed you. So, yeah, he's hot in that standpoint. Huh? I mean, he barely beat me. Like, come on, man. Did you watch the game? 24 to 8. I mean, bro, you got to watch this. Instead of watch the game, man. He made he made you go for two. I mean, you were clearly trying to come back. Yeah, it was it was brutal. Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't have to watch it to see that that was a fucking beat up. But we, you guys have had one of those games where like you throw a ball and just fucking AI just jumps every goddamn thing. We've all had those games, right? It's, it, sure. you know, it's, it's that was one of those games where you just cannot throw the ball, so you just got to you got to do something. And it, it happens, you know. I mean, tough. How often are these games happening for you? Not often. I'm just terrible. You you have 32 interceptions on the season. You've played what? No, I do not. Yeah, you do. 24 and 8. That's 32 last time I checked. And you've played 12 games? You're averaging We're about We're not three. talking about me here. Go on. We're averaging about three a game. I, I think You're you might see those, those AI things every game you play. Relax. No, no, no. Not every game. That's just an asshole. He goes at everybody. See, yeah, I'm not I gonna don't... say that. Not every game. Ike, biggest pretender. Right, don't say yourself. 
Yeah, nothing this week. Uh, I think you guys covered it pretty well. Like after looking at it, everything. Nothing really else to point out. Moji, biggest pretender. Mine is, mine is, mine's the Falcons as well. The the one thing I would say is, yeah, he's going to make the playoffs. But once he gets in there, man, I mean, who's scoring on this team? You look at his, you know, distribution. It's it's Rich Walker and Ridley's a good wide receiver. But teams are going to roll coverage Walker's way. You're going to face guys who are game planning strictly to stop Rich Walker and make you go to another guy. He's going to see double teams. He's going to see a bunch of different stuff thrown at him. Um, you know, some of the better users in the league, they're not going to let it happen. And, you know, just like last year, he's ranked dead last in rushing. He cannot run the ball. His rushing numbers are abysmal. He has three rushing touchdowns all season. That's putting a lot of pressure on DJ Carter, who is not a great quarterback uh, attribute-wise. So I, I just think that until this team really figures it out and gets more balanced on offense, you know, that defense is playing well. Yeah, they're having a good year. But I, I just think that the offense is – they're not going to be able to get it done in the playoffs, especially if he has to travel and go play in bad weather. It's it's going to be rough. Yeah, I agree. Um, Tough, did you give us one of these? Nah, I really don't have a pretender. I think that it, we've covered as far as guys who are, who are, you know, snakes in the grass or whatever. Perfect. I so think we're good there. Let's move on to our vegan slice. This is the kind of pussy slice. This is the things you don't like to see. We're going to start with Moji. I could do a whole separate podcast of why this should be you, but um, we're going to go and talk about Jake because his bullshit tweeting before the game is just ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's super annoying. Him and Chad is super annoying. Like, Ike, where he- did the chorus come from? He he said before, Miller a second ago. He's got a bunch of different stuff over there. I think he's tanked too. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I just the way Jake goes about all this mopey. I'm not good. We're never going to win a game again. Nonsense. It's it's so annoying. He's definitely getting my dunce. He's getting my semper. Like tweeting before the game ends or it starts rather, and or tweeting in the first quarter that you lost. Like if that's not a semper, I don't know what is. That's worse than anything that goes on in chat. So he's 100% getting these votes for me, and he's just being a giant pussy about it. So yeah. At the- this point, me and Jake just—I just say good game to him and say good luck before the game because like I'm, I'm done with it. It, it. My annoying part is like I just don't know when he's trying to win or just done with the game. Like t- in today's game, like I, I kind of take my foot off the pedal. I just don't know when Jake like yeah. he, he that's throws, what he does. That's yeah. what he does. He acts like oh the world's coming to an end and then he throws four touchdowns yeah. at the and end. He, he throws back. his three. He's got a backup in. I'm like yep. I'm like, kind of like all yep. right, like this is cool. Now you see it, Pat. Yeah. Now oh you caught five interceptions and you lost to Jake. Now you get it. So you can. Well, I didn't throw five interceptions, so... Jake threw five interceptions, and you... Three. He did not throw one of his This is how it happens. He should have. He should have thrown more. But I'm going to just move on to it. I'll I'll talk... My vegan slice, and Moji's heard me complain about this before watching streams. JP might be everyone's most fun to play. I hate watching him play. Because it just seems like sometimes, like, he's just... As much as having fun, like, does doesn't want to win ever and this happened uh, who was the game recently where he declined the penalty because he thought he may have done something questionable early on and then already did something after that to make up for it and then later on then declined like i get it like you fuck up and like you kind of feel but like come like i i don't when i watch him play i'm like he just doesn't even try to win. Like he just he, the way he plays, like he's he just plays like there's no scoreboard ever in front of him. 
and just keeps doing plays and like maybe he wins, maybe he loses. He cares way too much about what people think. And that's then, why he but, takes like to losses he shouldn't take. Like he does that shit all the time. Like and, he would take a sim to win that he earned. He just does it all the time. And maybe it was He's just concerned about what people think. And you could say I play to always win to a, to a fault to where I can win least fun to plays, which I have. Yeah, and break the rules. We got it. Yeah, but like JP's so far on the other side that like it's almost too much. And it's all about balance, Pat. For every Pat Allen in the league, we need a, a James Pat. It's so. true. I guess we do. But the, the whole, like, declining a penalty in a game-deciding moment, because early in the game, like, you thought you may have wronged someone, and that person you may have wronged never even said anything to you about it. Like, it was all in your own head. Like, that, it just, it blows my mind that that ever happened. Maybe he's the greatest person in the world. And to have a Satanist that's that good of a person means that, you know, maybe Satan's good. You know, maybe Satan makes good people. We don't know. But, it's just, that's my vegan slice. It, it, when I watch him play, it always just rubs me the wrong way. Why do Satanists have negative connotations? Why do people think that they're supposed to be evil or bad? I didn't say they were. I mean, people would feel they were. You literally, you literally just said that I'm not a good re- guy. But I'm Satan not a religious that, person. I'm just saying that's how people would feel about it. You make no sense. I said to JP the other day, I felt bad for Jesus because of the people that followed the queue standing on them. Like, Right, we're gonna get thrown off Twitch now. <laughs> yeah, going down this rabbit hole. That's a fucking. Uh, that's a what is that? A, a algorithm word, bro. Yeah, you're not allowed to letter. It gets flagged immediately. <laughs> Can't say Q. No, no dude. <laughs> Ikem, who's your vegan slice? Talk some shit. I mean, it's not a. It, it's not anyone that no one would not suspect. It's Beach. Come on, man. Good. I love it. Yeah, I was going there too. You gotta make you gotta make fucking time for this league. You know, I make fucking time for this league. Like you're fucking too busy, you know? Like I got a forty hour job week. I got two kids, one being an eighth month old and one virtually schooling here at home. I got a wife that has is very demanding of me doing things around the house. And I schedule around those kind of fucking things. So yeah. he's a he's a a sink, a single income. Uh, well, I guess he's not a couple. You know, they do the, they have the dinks, double income, no kids. But he's a single income, no kids. Yeah, he's a coach. But hey, we all got our issues. We all got scheduling issues. Uh, I, I'm tired of hearing the excuses like, oh, I got basketball practice. I uh, might be a tennis coach. Man, if you ain't got time for the league, it's time to go. Come back when you can. When you when you can fit us into your schedule and, uh, you know, do that. But. Uh, I I hold this league in the it's it's very important to me. I love it. I've met shit. What uh, at least one more than one third of the league. I enjoy it. I'm I put in the time. I think we a lot of us put in the work. We want this league to be more than just playing Madden. I think a lot of us have shown that the love for it, and uh, I would just like to see you know some of the, that reciprocated from some of the other members that are kind of like just on the, you know, the outer fringes. Hey, you got a question. Talk to us. Come you're Everybody's welcome. We're all, I think, pretty cool people. And, you know, the next bro trip, hopefully there's one this coming year. Uh, if COVID subsides to a point where we all can get together. We will make something happen. Yeah. we. Uh, but, man, it's a hell of a time. And anybody that doesn't come, man, you are missing out on just meeting great people and just having a hell of a damn time. 
because it's more than just a football league. So I, I, I just hope everybody that joins up and if you're new to this and you're listening, like you're just a recent new member, go all in, come all in. Yeah, we're all, yeah. we're all would, in. I would say the biggest thing that like, I was going to say, you're talking about make what brings him back? Like what? Cause he used to be more involved. Like what brings, you have to go to one of these bro trip things. Like, and even if it's a smaller one, like I think me and Moji have probably done the most outside of Jake. I mean, Jake's done a lot of one-on-one little trips, but like Jake, obviously. me and Moji have uh, done a bunch of them. And when I joined this league, like Moji will tell you, I was like, I don't think I'll ever be able to get involved. Like I don't, the time, this chat, I wish you did. chat all this. And then once you get sucked in, you get there, but it, you don't get sucked in until you meet the guys. Like you have to, if you have a chance to get to one of these bro trips, go. Cause it, it changes everything. Oh. And it's awesome. Even and the guys that leave. You put the face. Like everybody's calling me Ikem. I'm like, man, I'm like Mike at home. And everybody's calling me Ikem. Like I'm doing my guy shit. So it's awesome. Like then we're all just getting drunk together. Shenanigans and lots of cocaine. Lots of cocaine. What? No, what? <laughs> Bro, chill. Icom, you can say that. Icom was just a guy until I, me and him started dancing at a bar, and then Icom was my brother ever since then. Like, yeah, bro. He, hey. All right, Pat, you want to suck his dick too hard? We're deviating hey. too far from the slice, man. I, I didn't even get to hang out with you. You showed up in the fucking middle of the night one night, so. I was there for multiple nights, and you, were just, you still, I was what out are you talking nights. about? I was out both you nights talking. You were there for like a night and a half. It was two nights. Was he was nights. there two nights yeah. ago, I think, two and nights. I was out both nights. Two nights. I didn't I go out the last like, couple nights. I woke up like because Moji. I'm mad about it. Uh, if I was out with you and Cad that last night, can you gonna... stop cutting? I come off. Shut up. I was, gonna say, like, no I was out like in my bed, and Moji, uh, Moji, and Jake were putting on the uh, Super Mario Brothers suits. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. I was like, Yo, I can't Moji looked good in that thing, man. Looked real good. <laughs> right, I did. Was rocking that shit, bro. Yeah. All right, but when you look at Beach, though. I, I, it pisses me off because I always play the guy, and I don't get this beach that doesn't want to fucking play. I don't get the AP games. I get the beach that comes to play. And beat me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, where's the beach last week that didn't want to play his games and got and someone got an AP win? Yeah. Or, or you that played the game? <laughs> yeah, you played the game. You fucking sucked. It's like, dude, in, you're in or you're out, bro. It, it's not that. It's not that hard, man. Just, I, I get it. This is a really good league. It's one of the best, and the yeah. community alone makes it just that much taller. I just want to be committed. Just you know, terms with it. Don't be half, half, you know, halfway in the door and halfway out the door. Like, what I'm saying is, it's, it's, like, yeah, yeah. It's hard to detach yourself from the league. Like I've quit multiple times, and I always want to come back because I miss the shit. You know, yeah. It's the guys more so than it is Madden. It's Madden or, fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, if if it was up to any of us, like we wouldn't, you know spend all this time just because we're playing Madden, right? It's because we yeah. have this community here that we just yeah. put so together. It's to leave the community, man. Right, and, that, and that's the whole point of it. I My problem with Beach, too, is, like, he's another one who's quit multiple times, and he's left, and he's come back. But every time he comes back, it's just a less and less effort that he puts in. And believe me, I don't expect half of the league to, to do a bunch of media and to do the shit that we do and, and, you know, go on a podcast or whatever. But, I mean, when you're just missing games multiple times and not even texting people or just ghosting people and, like, 
other people's time is valuable and that and that's one of my biggest issues like it i can't stand the people who are a pain in the ass to schedule or the people who will just not answer you and, and just not show up it's like bro like i scheduled this time out of my day i believe me there's other things i'd like to be doing too than playing madden right like Word. i'm not here because of the game i'm here because of the community so uh yeah. things like that really bother me and, and it's getting worse and worse with him and I think he needs to leave, and if he doesn't on his own, Adele needs to step in and do something because, I mean, it, it's basically like a ghost team for half the season now. So that's my vegan slice. So yeah, I mean, it, it is bullshit. You, you can't, once you aren't scheduled, outside of anything else, media, all that other shit, if you're just blowing people off, I mean, it's just fucking bullshit. You know, it, it's all there is to it. So um, vegan slice, who hasn't done one? Was it Toph or Moji? No, I'm good. I just did one. I did one. You did, so we're all I done. Yep. All right, we'll go to the extra cheese. I know sometimes we don't really have cheese. If no one has any big cheese, I would kind of like just to talk about the roster issues we kind of brought out in chat today mm. as as kind of our cheese, like multiple teams with only eight linemen, people running with two safeties, no backup safeties, eight to ten cornerbacks. Like, how do we end Not knowing who's on their roster? Like, how do we end up there? I mean, it, it's kind of the part of the league that uh, when I wasn't any good at playing the game, it's the only thing I really held on to was building a team and making it good. Like, how do we have it? Looks like it might be six to eight, maybe 10 guys that really are throwing together shit rosters that are nowhere near what an NFL team would look like. And some of them are breaking rules. Like, how do we end up there? I mean, whoever wants to start about it. Right, but, but so my thing is how many of those teams are winning consistently, right? I think Cat is probably the only one who has a prayer at making the playoffs out of those teams that we talked about today. So I think that it's super detrimental to yourself. Like, when you look at Beat's roster, I look at Beat's roster every season, and I it makes my eyes hurt just looking at what he's doing. He's got, like, 17 right ends. You know, he has, like, <laughs> middle linebacker. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you have to look at this and realize something doesn't look correct here, right? Like, have, have you ever seen a football team before? No team is going 10 deep on the D at one DN position, and you have two middle linebackers. Like, like he that's has, all he has depth. What happens if someone tackles? Two of them. Right. Glenn has two D tackles, too. So what do you do if one guy gets hurt? What do, what do we do? Now we're just plugging ends there, and they're going to get bullied? Like, what? Like it's just awful. What are you Again, doing? There's some situations I also think where you can't sub in a certain position at another, right? Like, right. Uh, so is the game going to drop if the guy I'm gets injured? Or we've had desync issues we don't know about because of rosters. I'm sure it's happened. 17 defensive backs. He could <laughs> what? He could have his – this is counting price players most likely, but 17. Like, he could field his whole team with cornerbacks and safeties. Who is that, Cad? Beat. Oh, Beat? Beat. 17. Beat. I'm telling you, he's another one. I love him to death. Well, go to Rossi for years now. Click on salaries and their time. Is there less his practice squad? But that's still only going to be probably half, like no, no more than half. But still, that's a lot. Yeah. What's worse, Pat? I have a question. What's worse? These guys who don't have any idea what's going on in their roster, or you have guys like Metal Skull who over tinker with their roster, <laughs> and every week you're releasing 12 guys and bringing in a whole new 12 guys, and it's just like you're like subbing units in and out every single week. Yeah. What's I, worse? I don't know what, what, oh, I, having no ideas worse. Too, cause like I'm trying to like, so my new thing with the 75 plus one, because I'm the one that's like updating who does what. And you know how many times I got to move a guy from like Metal's like, 
He's on the roster because he signed him to a one-year contract. Now I got to move him back down to the free agent pool because I made a little free agent pool that are 75-plus at the very bottom. No one's probably even noticed. But I'm tracking that, and every week I got to – and Metal's my boy. You know, we grew up together and shit. But I'm like, God damn, Travis, stop making so many fucking moves. Like 10 guys a week. And then he has good players on his practice squad. My starting corner, I got off his practice squad. Like, and you're starting old players that are never going <laughs> to turn into anything because they're 30 years old already. I just don't get it. Yeah. Me and Mojo were talking about this the other day where I was like, if you ever watch a player that is capable of playing football get released, the Texans sign him. Like that, it will be a release signing. It looks like a trade happened every time right. it gets every week, and, and it's like, like the scoreboard gets updated. It's like, yeah. oh, the go Texans just trade go every look week. Look at the waiver wire chat. How many times he's typed so and so has been released? It's every week. Sometimes less is more. He he just needs to accept that less is more. Less like, action. These guys I, aren't going to be lights out every single game. But there's a middle ground to less is more, and then having ten cornerbacks on your roster, like yeah. yeah. Well, then we got the guys with the offensive linemen. Everybody should be aware of the rules. Right. And that should be a suspension for yeah, your best It's got to be player. something because everyone is else right. has been carrying the correct amount, the, at least the minimum, if not more. And then, you know, we're all abiding by the same rules. So if you are violating that rule, then uh, I think something has to happen there. Uh, I have a okay. question. How, if, if we were to ask people before today happened and before this – the line thing was brought up. How many people in the league do you think knew you had to hold a certain amount of linemen on your team? Probably a majority. It's it's probably like twenty eight of the thirty two. I'd say. I think twenty. I was gonna say like twenty two. Wow, the Cowboys just beat the Cardinals in OT. <laughs> Cowboys wow. sweeping the schedule. <laughs> so talk that shit now, because once again you're <laughs> loud and wrong. Wow, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. How about them Cowboys? Next week, I don't, um, I don't know, but still, I mean, even if it's you know only thirty guys of the thirty, you know, if only two guys didn't know. I mean, everybody. I think Adele when he brings you into the league, he says, make sure you read the rules, read them again. And there's been guys who join the league and just don't read the rules, and they just start being. We've run into that before too. So. Yeah. Don't you have to have and a backup wanna, center? And then they like, want to trade immediately too. Like, oh, do I gotta abide by that eight game rule? I gotta play eight games before I can trade. <laughs> so, Either um, way, there's some issues going on there. I I just think people don't really look at it. They just they're like, oh, these well, are my starters, and then well, I just I have a bunch of other guys. Think, I think there could also probably, uh, you know, Adele and JP probably also have a lot on their plate, and they can't monitor everything. I think the more people that could volunteer, like I do, the seventy-five right. plus one sheet. If somebody would volunteer, be like, yeah, I'll I'll do roster evaluations and. You know, do the see who's that middle linebacker or sub linebacker and stuff like that, and make sure it's legit. I mean, in the past, the I've more people that watching violations, the more people that throw their hands into the league that can help. I mean, that'll help alleviate because we can't just always leave. Be like, oh, we'll leave it to Adele and JP; they'll figure it out. Like, no, they have it, a lot on their plate. Also, on their plate. Yeah, but like, so. the volunteering kind of happens in chat sometimes. Like it happened today. Once it like kind of get brought yeah. up, and then you have Aston. Oh, Aston will bring it up. Aston will throw anybody out. Like he'll help. But then like the, the tagging happens, and then like but we have to see does anything come of this because like we can't suspend people. We can't bring like no. it, Adele and JP once it's brought to the light have to be the ones to do something I mean, about it. So it's ultimately, like, yes. 
So it's, it's what happens. has to bring it to their attention because they can't bring everything. Well, you know, but we, they can't it, seek everything. Things, trust me, things it. get brought to their attention all the time. It, it did today very clearly. So we'll, we'll see if anything comes of this one. Um, I mean, should we just make Rama the third commissioner then? And then we're... <laughs> no, we'll have a million <laughs> changes. No, thank you. Jesus Christ, no. So let's move on to our last slice. We're going to end with a Sicilian slice. Oh, yes. We'll just, we'll, we'll just kill this podcast tonight with the killer slice. Anyone have one? I didn't have a great one, so oh, Moji, yeah. Moji looks excited. Let's hear it. The New Orleans Saints losing 52-11 to 11 to Mr. Reed. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Sam Darnold went 9-14, of 14, 105 yards, and no touchdowns, three interceptions. His favorite quarterback in the world, Geraldo, steps in, goes one of seven for eight yards, no touchdowns, three picks. And my God, he got massacred. Just It really wasn't fair, man. Like, I had Madden on my side from the get-go. It was – I I, I messaged him. Next week for his secondary, like – I messaged him and said, hey, man, I'm sorry. (laughs) He tried, dude. My guys jumped every route. I mean, it it was incredible, man. I need to keep it going because I want a top five, top ten pick. So good shit, nice, and nice, nice. hopefully Spencer keeps getting smoked every single week. Welcome back, Spence. By the way, I hope vacation was fun. <laughs> Where do you go? I didn't hear about this vacation. Uh, when what was the last week we recorded? What was that? Seven week seven around then, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. All right. How about? I think, man, that might, I think this might have been run line. The game that the Rams scored two points. Did we already talk about that? I think so. They just got a safety? That's all mm-hmm. They got just a safety. That team can't score. I'm telling you. He hasn't scored double-digit points the last two It was against the Lions. So, I mean, I love me some Jim. Me and Jim, we've had – we connected on our bro trip. I like Jim as a person. We've already talked about how he needs to retool the team out. A little bit, but yeah, Cam Newton went 15 of 21, 107 yards, zero touchdowns, and three interceptions. McCaffrey had 37 yards rushing. Higby had a great day, but yeah, the Lions won 21 to two. Now, now that is a whacking. I think it kind of is just because it's an odd score and not something that you'll probably see again this cycle. So. Like, um, at what point do you have to retool the team? or retool how you play Madden. Because I remember the, the first season cycle I joined, maybe first cycle, going to second cycle, I went to, I used to talk to Jim a lot about his building of teams. He's very smart at building teams. He, he builds yeah. very good teams. and His defenses are great. And, and I would lose to him. Jim would like, be a great defensive coordinator. Like He taught me a lot about building a defense, understanding the things that I didn't know yeah. shit about when I joined. And I remember I used to lose him all the time. And I, I went to Ikem one time. I went to Moji one That's time. And I went to Moji and I was like, dude, Jim's so good at this game. I, I, I just can't beat him. And Moji just goes, he sucks. He's so bad at Madden. How he's do you... and this he's is... a great defensive coordinator. This he is, is awful. Yeah, I mean, look what he did with Boone and the right. Dolphins he's always had good defenses. He just can't play offense. This is three, four years ago. And from the moment he said that, I don't think I ever lost him again because it, it was just a mental thing. It's like, oh, Moji told me Jim's bad. I play a little different, and I've won. Yeah, I just, different. I just did yeah, different. Jesus Christ, he's sucking himself off, dude. No, no, it's not sucking off. It's not sucking off. Like, not sucking I don't off. know I just, if it's because he doesn't. I, I don't know what what 
it's wrong because obviously in that game he threw three interceptions with Cam Newton, right? So if he if, is he forcing the ball downfield too much? Obviously, he he's got to figure something out about offense, and I don't know if that's just learning uh, schemes, getting a better quarterback that's gonna you know with better throw power, or I don't. I mean, for me. I mean, I'm not the I'm not a guru in sort, but I think at some point when you are the 36th or 32nd, sorry, uh, ranked offense per yards and 30 30th ranked scoring offense, you got to do something different. I mean, yeah. and he kind of did, right? He he went he from all and just the cam and tried, right, but even before then, the offense wasn't good, and and I don't know, I he's now yeah. he's trying this whole like read option rush attack, and, and it's really not working either, so. But there's so the only speed on this team is McCaffrey. But then if you look at his receivers, Cooper Cup slow, Hakeem Butler slow, Jason Odding, whoever the hell that is slow. Like if you're gonna try to go the speed route, like with McCaffrey, because you got rid of Acres and you traded that, you know, I don't know. Like he's got to figure out if he if you're gonna go speed, go speed. If you're small, go small. Uh, Cam is not the Cam was awful when we played. He is terrible. Uh, the guy, even when he gets guys open, he just misses that. He was so bad. If you yeah. get any pressure, he's he sails the ball. It's just or throws in the yeah, dirt. He's definitely hit that brick wall for sure. He's he's twelve touchdowns, interceptions. He's he's well. He has to go get himself a real quarterback and a real number one wide receiver. Cooper Cup was good a few years ago, but he's I mean he's okay now. He's a good number two, but you don't have that guy in that offense you can lean on unless it's CMC. So he yep. needs to go get a legitimate quarterback and a legitimate number one wide receiver. I just don't get why you're paying a Cam Newton eight million dollars for the year. That's not I mean, a bad quarterback. But he's, but. he's a seventy-four overall. Like I mean, you can, you somebody was bidding on him. Somebody, somebody else was bidding him up a little bit, and I think Jim was like, "I got to get him back because there was no other like good options." Any rookie is a good option. Paying and pay him a fucking million dollars. Here, here's my thing, right? Jim always picks. He's picking. He's not in the top five every year. He picks somewhere in that like ten to twenty range, right? He's in the teens a lot of the times. What he needs to do is. Sometimes you have to bite the bullet and move up, and I mean, I get you want to get all these draft picks in, and you, you know you want to go get and stock stack the roster as best as possible. But eventually, you have to move up, jump up in the draft, and go get your quarterback that you can lean on and build and dev and grow, and at least have a guy you can count on, right? So I think eventually he needs to get there and make a move. A ton of quarterbacks just went, so there's a lot of teams now that really aren't going to need quarterbacks this next draft. This could be Jim's opportunity to get up higher in the draft and go get his guy. Yeah, and he asked me in the Cam Killings draft. He asked me what would it take, and I told him, and he's like, "I can't do that." Well, oh, he's never going to pay that much. He likes his pick too much. It's and never. So I told him, and, you know, he fine. Had, that, so he that, had that was the King's ransom. That's fine. I don't expect someone to pay that much, but go get to pick four or five. You'll go get the second quarterback on the board. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. his last draft was obviously insane with quarterbacks, but that takes a lot of teams out of the running now that are going to be bad and picking in the top ten that don't need quarterbacks anymore. Yeah, he right now we've here. got. Four quarterbacks projected first round before they're scouted. So, I mean, there's an opportunity for him to, you know, get a, a quarterback here going forward. The issue but is he has to do something. The window's now small. It's growing small because our season's, what, we got probably five seasons left maybe. Around there. I didn't know we were going to do a gym deep dive, but when you look into yeah. – we all good and they play good. You know, there's six overall, you know, points allowed. But his offense isn't going to get any better. You look at like the age he has, like the O line's getting old. I mean, the quarterbacks are both old. Neither one of those can be. You know what he's got to do? He's going to have to free up some cap, and that's going to probably be moving Aaron Donald or moving Jalen. 
Jalen Ramsey, so what you're going to make a these, sacrifice. He's not move, like Cooper Cup, Jarvis Landry, like those those guys are both 31, going to be 32, and they're not even that good of wide receivers. Like, and those are his top two guys. Like they, they both yeah. have to go. He doesn't right. really have the people. Like Hakeem Butler, he brought in Bosa, right? I'm talking. Uh, I'm yes, talking he did offense. bring in Bosa. Right, Pat. But here's my point. Why are you? You already have a great defense. Why are you going and paying Bosa all that money and just totally neglecting the offense? I don't get it. Your defense is awesome already, right? I mean, how much more is Bosa really going to help? You have Aaron Donald, and he's got good linebackers. He's got a good secondary. You really needed to go get Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa is not scoring you points. I mean, great. If you want to lose every game six to thirteen, awesome. That's fun. But you're not winning these games because you can't put the ball <laughs> in the end zone. He has to go get talent on offense. But the, and there's no one behind him to come in. Like what, Jason Oding, whoever this guy is, 21, 70 overall. Yeah. He's got 91. Yeah. I mean, that's like Moe just said, at some point, like how much defense is too much defense? You know, yeah. Right. At some point, you got to start focusing on your offense and you're be not, like, All right. you're not shutting out teams every single game. It's not going to happen. So, I mean, outside of McCaffrey and the other one, two, three, four, five, six, seven halfbacks he has on his team, like. There's no one in this offense that's going to be around very soon, and he has to fill in every spot. Quarterback, multiple wide and receivers, multiple linemen. Like, there's a lot to fill in here to even have a competitive offense. And what he has now that he's losing hasn't been competitive to begin with. So it's, it's tough. Um, Sicilian slice. All I don't right. know who started this. Running so long. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm gonna get ready to go. Jump right. off because I got to play. Uh... The 49ers, I got to get my ass whipped. All right, you enjoy that. I think we've talked about it all. (laughs) We've hit every slice. No one else got whacked besides you whacking off yourself talking about your team. The Titans got whacked. The Colts and the the Vikings ended the Titans season. Hey, I think this is the way going forward, though, for sure. Yep. Absolutely. Hope you guys enjoyed it, Red Zone. Um, there will be a copy for those of you not listening and not here with us right now or people to check out or joined us late. Um, we will get that up, get it out on our Anchor uh, site. But, yeah, hopefully you guys liked it, and, and, you know, hopefully you look forward to this every week. All right, fellas. See you guys. Peace out, Red Zone. Go Jets.